All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions. Welcome everyone to All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions, the podcast you didn't know you needed about Gen Con, Origins Game Fair, PAX Unplugged, and beyond. I'm your host, Quarex. And I'm your other host, Ben. Go. I almost hit stop. That would have been perfect. Well, that's that's as perfect a way to start as anything. Dreamers, <laughs> welcome from the land of bathroom accidents and, and <laughs> IT mishaps. Uh, we're recording late on a Wednesday night to give you a forecast of what's coming up in uh, the next few months for con season. But first, Quarex, I heard you went to a convention, which is not as surprising as me going to a convention. That is true, although... As we've discussed recently, you know, we've been trying to go to conventions and it just keeps not working out. So I'm trying extra hard in the next few months to hit a bunch. And so far, so good. I went to Winter Fantasy. What is a Winter Fantasy? You know, it's a extremely long-running convention, actually. It's one of those special elite conventions that I've known about for like 30 years and seeing it mentioned in Dragon Magazine as a kid. I could never find the time or ability, I guess, to make it there until this year. It's pretty much just a D&D convention focusing on D&D with occasional variation here and there. And Hasbro actually renamed it to the D&D Experience for a few years until deciding that that was too cool a name and they didn't want to use it for that anymore or whatever. Pretty much just Adventurers League play at this point, as you might expect from a D&D uh, convention. So how, I guess, how big was Adventurers League play at, at Winter Fantasy? I got my badge, like, last minute, just because I wanted to see how uh, how far up the badge counter would tick, and I was number 225. I think that means I was the 225th person. I definitely didn't see more than 100 people in the, like, huge main convention center room at any point. So I'm thinking 250, maybe, maximum. Very manageably sized. So what did you think about Winter Fantasy? Well, okay, I liked it. You got to start with that. Don't don't be like, well, I don't know. Baldman Games runs the whole thing. And yeah, they run a good convention. I actually went to their awards dinner just to kind of get like some insight into what things were like behind the scenes. And got to say there was no drama, that's for sure. They seem like good people, very enthusiastic about running their games and like awarding people within their organization that have gone the extra mile to help people have a good time, especially virtual games. If you're a virtual GM, oftentimes you're very much an unsung hero. It's it's like a it's its own skill set, very different. I think from just running a game at a table it's funny how often they said uh this honoree isn't here tonight of course because you know they are primarily a virtual dm for us and we just want to recognize like how great they've been doing recruiting people and getting good feedbacks i think they said they had one person that had only had five star feedback every game they ever run i was like that doesn't even seem possible good for you i mean i don't think i'd get that from my mom my mom would probably give me 4.9 stars you got to have some room to improve right i only actually made it to one of my two sessions thanks to the fact that i had to drive seven hours to get there and it was a little uh, unpredictable as to you know how long it would take to get there but you know what that it's not really about playing games i mean that's not why i go to conventions silly it's the vendors it was the vendors. There were actually vendors. Some people didn't think they were going to have any. Chessex was there. There were a couple of other people selling, like, you know, stickers, buttons, game books, little arts and crafts. Honestly, it was the perfect size for a single big room in a convention center. So how was the convention center? It was very small, but also clean and very pleasant. And, you know, it fit snugly into Fort Wayne, which is actually a much bigger area than I was expecting. And it's a very nice-looking part of town, although you really immediately feel how much you miss the Indianapolis pedestrian control but yeah i mean i had a great time i would totally go again especially if i lived closer 
This episode is going to release around President's Day weekend. If you're listening around the release date, you can still check out the following conventions this weekend. Genghis Khan in Aurora, Colorado, which is a suburb of Denver. And Gamers a Winner in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. But we missed the great news about a convention that is long-running and back from the dead. Quarex. Yeah, that's right. Dreamation is back after being gone since yeah, the pandemic. And I'm genuinely surprised to see that they did return. You don't expect anyone to make it back after missing two years in a row. Even three. There's 21, 22, and 23. Dreamation is a big tri-state convention in Morristown, New Jersey. Starts on Thursday, February 22nd, runs through that Sunday. It's got a bunch of RPGs, board games, and LARPing events. It's actually run by Double Exposure, who run the first Exposure playtest hall at Gen Con, and I didn't quite put that together until recently. I suspect that the the first Exposure playtest hall may be a reason why Dreamation managed to emerge from the uh, the ground, like a, hopefully stronger than a zombie. That's fair. How far is it to drive to New Jersey for you? For me, Morristown's about three and a half hours, maybe four. If I found out about this more than like two weeks ago, I would totally go. But Double Exposure also has two other conventions, Dexcon and Metatopia, which are going to occur later in the year. So I'm not going to blow my brownie points by trying <laughs> to travel to a convention at the last minute and uh, go to Dexcon sometime in the summer. March conventions. Last recap, we briefed you about GalaxyCon, March the 15th to 17th in Richmond, Virginia. Founders and Legends Convention, March 16th to 18th in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And GaryCon 2024, March 21 to 24 in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. But Ben forgot to mention a new Baltimore area convention called GameFaceCon on March 9th to 10th at Peabody Heights Brewery. Indie games by the fistful. There'll be vendors on site, including Goodman Games, Plus One Experience, and convention organizer Severed Books. I'll be running a game on Sunday called You and Your Friends Have Turned Into Bears, and the only way to turn back is to do odd jobs around town. (laughs) And they're brewing a beer in honor of Zeb Cook called Zeb's Lucky Lich. Yay! Best of all, the convention's free to attend, and it's looking to be a good time. How does anyone run free conventions anymore? Beer. I I believe the answer is beer. That's fair. So come April, it seems like it's always a good time for QuadCon. Uh, QuadCon, <laughs> famously not sponsors of this podcast. Reach out to us and maybe we'll do an episode on y'all. April 7th in Racine, Wisconsin Civic Center. You know, right by the Art Museum. We're all from Racine. April 13th through 14th in St. Cloud, Minnesota at the Crossroads Center. And April 20th to 21st, Sioux City, Iowa, the Southern Hills Mall. Just to recap quickly, QuadCons are an amazing like. Because they're not sponsoring us, I'm going to call them stopgap conventions. They have all the things you might want to find at another convention. Just, you know, very compact usually in a mall or some other environment i loved it i love going to them and if you can go to one check it out because it's fun uh dave con 2024 is coming up at the end of april april 26th to 28th in minneapolis minnesota dave wesley is going to be there running two bronstein games and dave mcgarry will be there running games of dungeon i know you may not know who those people are but oh my goodness they're both a still with us and b incredibly important in the early history of role-playing games and tabletop games respectively that's an amazing lineup for a small convention if i could get away with it and i'm i'm thinking for 2025 if dave con is still around i'm definitely going because they're god god willing there will be many more opportunities for dave wesley 
Grizzly to run a Bronze Team game, which is the fertile springboard of role-playing games <laughs> in fantasy role-playing games. And Dave Magari, who created the game that everybody knows from when your gaming group can't get together, but you want to play D&D Dungeon... <laughs> Uh, which was nice. my introduction to RPGs, courtesy of a friend of mine, Dan Tubman, who's no longer with us. I, I played Bronstein with, with Dave Wesley last year at GaryCon, and he basically told a very adorable story about how as soon as the game was over, Dave Arneson was basically like, every day, so, when are we playing again? He's like, what do you mean? That was the game. <laughs> we played it. We're, we're, what, there's no again, Dave. Like, what, what are you looking for here? And Dave McGarry, in 2017... I went to the parking lot uh, in his hotel with him, got Dave Arneson's ping pong table that he designed Dungeon on and pushed it about a mile from the parking lot to the the uh, uh, Lucas Oil Arena so that they could set it up for the Horticultural Hall recreation. So that's I've had excellent experiences with both of these guys. <laughs> Uh, further on the horizon, we've got PaizoCon, May 24 to 27, uh, which is currently online only. And it runs concurrent to KublaCon in Burlingame, California. Origins Games Fair, of course, is coming back up in Columbus, Ohio from June 19th to 23rd this year. And KoboldCon, which I initially had heard was in March, but apparently more news oh, about yeah. it is coming out in March. So that's probably so more in the summer and probably in July. They are good friends of the pod. Maybe not quite dreamers, but... As we hear more about that, uh, we'll pass that along. Dreamers, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with an interview. Finally, our good friend Matt Shoemaker of Hit Him With A Shoe Games and Temple Yay. University. See you then. Greetings from the end of the episode, weary traveler. Perhaps you would like to examine my social media wares, all gathered at linktr.ee slash dreamaboutgamingconventions. We sell everything from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. Soon we may have whatever tip jar the kids are using these days. All music for this episode was composed by Quarex. Except for Adidas, courtesy freemidi.org. All editing for this episode was by Ben.